In this primer episode, we take a bit of a dive into our guest background, giving you a sneak peek into their origin story, as well as the challenges that they've faced and the things that drive them. If you enjoy what you hear, don't forget to listen to our main episode, which drops every Friday. And please do remember to like, subscribe, and rate us as it really helps with our discoverability. In today's episode of the Nothing Ventured Primer, I am really excited to have with me in the studio, Maya Mufarek. Maya is founder and full stack CMO at Marketing Cube, where she partners with startup and scale up founders and CEOs to help define and implement their growth plan. She is an angel investor with Ventures Together, an advisor and startup coach at Antler and has had an incredible career, including time at Google, not on the highstreet.com, American Express, and Pharmacy to You, where she helped propel the business to reaching an acquisition rate equivalent to opening a brick and mortar pharmacy every two and a half days. Maya, absolutely splendid to have you here in the studio with me. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Excellent. So let's dig in to give our audience and our listeners a bit of an idea um, about yourself. What was your first job? Well, my true first paycheck was at Russell and Bromley, the shoe store. Um, I was doing internship in London as part of my business degree. um, And on evenings and Sundays, I used to work at Russell and Bromley on Oxford Street. (laughs) So that was quite, you know, beginning in the work um, life. But my my real full-time job was with with, um, Cisco Systems. Yeah, well, I... The networking company. I I prefer Russell and Bromley, if I'm (laughs) I'm honest. But only because I think there is so much to be learned in that retail space space um you know customer service dealing with very very annoying customers as can be the case and dealing with stock and all that sort of stuff and what triggered your move into startups um well i'm not sure it was fully intentional to be fair um i was really keen on working on things that you know had impact and scale really um i also come through a long line of computer science engineers which i am not so kind of technology was in there and um once i started at cisco really that kind of pushed me into the world of Silicon Valley. Um, and then not on the, um, why not on the high street? Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, really the kind of Google was hiring like crazy at the time. Yeah. That was really the, the first mass consumer product digitally that, you know, at least I was using. Um, and As so, in Google search at that yeah, time. Yeah, Google right. search yeah. at that time. Uh, I mean, the story goes that when I came to my father saying, oh, I got a job at Google doing marketing, um, his comment was like, you're going to advertise a white page? <laughs> um, which, you know, but that's kind of the, the, the stories of the time. But really, I, you know, I was very early um, in their European team, and then I was focusing on EMEA emerging markets. And it was really fulfilling so early in your career to be, you know, building something that never existed, mm. surrounded by great people that were willing to coach and empower you to do stuff um so that's really how it all started um and then that kind of sent me into the tech world from from there on and i guess because it was such a like zero to one building at google despite the actual enterprise being much bigger that kind of also um sparked my interest in early growth and some of the stuff i did today yeah make, makes a lot of sense so what would you be doing if you weren't an early stage operator well, my, my instinctive answer is I would travel the world. Um, <laughs> but uh, apart from that, um, I have a great interest in human psychology, which I'm using partially in, as part of marketing. Uh, but I think if I had to do it again, I think I would do something in that field a bit more formally. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can well imagine. I, I like one of the things that has been, you know, I, I think for me, a real wake up call when I, you know, I first read Hooked, mm. whatever, six, seven years yeah. ago, whenever. And 
I hadn't really thought about marketing in terms of psychology until that yeah. point. But the yeah. minute you unlock that reality that you yes. are talking to a person, that person has emotion that that you know that those emotions lead them on a path. Yeah. Uh, you know, marketing started making more sense yeah. as opposed to, well, you're just going to put up an ad you know, yeah. that says X, Y, or Z, right? And there, there's a bunch of research now. I always often called, um, quote Dimasio, which kind of says, you know, we're, we're emotional beings that think, <laughs> right, in that order. Um, and so that often um, also becomes a trigger of like just really explaining the fact that most of our decisions are made by the emotional part of our brain and justified by our thinking. Um, and then that kind of unrolls into all the other um, frameworks that we know in startup now around jobs to be done and things like that. And it's all about, you know, what progress are people trying to make in their lives? Um, what are they hiring your product to do for them? Mm. Because really the product doesn't matter. Um, really, it's, you know, it's, what it allows them to do. Yeah. Uh, and being able to engage with them in that way. Um, and so, I mean, you know, maybe 95% of the businesses I see around or that are looking for support, um, you look at their messaging, you look at how they engage with their customers, and so like, we're this, and we can do that. And you're like, they don't really care. No one care. cares. Yeah, yeah. It's what can you do for um, me? And actually, the moment the founders and the, the team in general come to that realization, it really unlocks so much. Because we can talk about being customer-centric all I wa we want. It really starts from there. Yeah. Can you forget about your product for a second and talk about what what's in it for your for your customer without naming any features, really? Yeah, yeah. well, we're going we're gonna to get deep into some of this stuff. Yeah. I think during the main episode. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, so you founded Marketing Cube. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Who it's for? What stages yeah. of companies you work with? What sectors? What geographies? I mean, you did, you did a great job in the intro. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, really ambitious founders and 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 um, and exec teams that are really looking to. Um, unlock that growth and establish those good growth processes um, and make sure that really it kind of sets them off on their on, on their growth journey or at any infliction point of their growth journey they're really empowered with that and the team as well um, you know most of the businesses I work with are around series A or so but really I've done work much earlier than that and and, and later in that path I usually say that that growth inflection point where things really need to change, right? Like what it takes to acquire your first hundred customers is a very different ball game than um, scaling, right? And obviously, you know, product mar finding product market fit in between that. So those are kind of some of the things. Sector-wise, my personal background is very much marketplace and D2C, as you pointed out. The last four years, I was really lucky with my portfolio career to be able to work with a lot of great SaaS and B2B brands, even in fintech. Um, which I really enjoy because actually, you know, good marketing and foundational psychology applies to any business model. And then obviously there's some tricks of the trade within the business model that then applies as well. So, so that's kind of the mix. Um, geography wise, I mean, in the last four years, I worked with businesses in the US and Australia and the UK and France and Singapore. So very global. Um, this year, I'm very intentional of doing a bit more work with Portugal, which is a country I've been going to for years. So I feel like, you know, it's about time I did more <laughs> with their and, and with a their burgeoning ecosystem. and growing startup yes, ecosystem as well. Absolutely. Right? So. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I'm hearing Silicon Valley people are moving to Portugal. I was literally shocked. I'm guessing that's tax benefits. More uh, than that too. Else, yeah. I'm sure that's <laughs> contributing. Um, and then also Mina. So, you know, part mm -hmm. of my origin is in the Middle East. And again, also very burgeoning um, ecosystem. So I'm looking to do more with them. So that's the two I'm trying to kind of proactively do more with. But I've done work across. And obviously my language skills kind of contribute to some of that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I mean, for 
for me, I've seen a lot of stuff happening out in sort of the UAE, uh, yeah. really sort of positioning themselves as, as very forward thinking yeah. in terms of technology. And, yeah. you know, they, they, they've had a lot of um, you know, conferences and, mm. and, and mm. it's also a large sort of pocket of capital, I think, yes. in the space as well. So completely get it. And, and yeah. you know, North Africa and wider sort of the mm. African con continent. We've had, you know, uh, Igosa Omoigui on uh, mm. earlier, who's a partner at Echo mm. uh, Ventures, um, you know, just thinking about the opportunity for growth from that continent where again you know you talk about psychology you're talking mm. about you know the the highest um you know it, it is it, you know by 2025 i think 50 percent of uh under 25s will be african i mean that's like, right you know and and those are people with desires and income and uh you know want to be sold to think you know yeah. things that can help them in their in their day-to-day -day lives yeah. um so yeah I, I think that's i think that's really awesome and and if you think about like three ventures that you've supported or even invested in because obviously yeah. you're an angel what, what would yeah. they what would they be i mean um the 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 businesses with who i kind of started i guess my portfolio comp you know um portfolio um career where it always will be very dear to, to yeah, my heart um so and and it happens to be actually business we're doing really great which is always good to see um uh one of my first clients was was ulife um so they're transforming oh, yeah. life um insurance and really bringing life into this death product um as uh, sammy says um you know they're such a mission-driven business you know i'm really grateful for them kind of entrusting me in that uh, original journey and you know very privileged to have been able to be kind of there at the foundational moment of defining their value prop and their messaging and actually we've done a full rebrand with them and their current um, CMO Lauren that I know very well is now building on that foundation and that's really what you know what I love to see um, I was also extremely privileged to get to support um, TED conferences when they were yeah. developing their TED at work oh, LND wow. SaaS proposition um, again looking at their go-to-market uh, figuring out their messaging really establishing that uh, foundation for them which was again very rewarding and great to see mm -hmm. um and then you know the other ventures if you think of something slightly more earlier stage i was very early on with we are jude um founded by peony lee um i was i'm an investor and an advisor um you know femtech d2c business the most you know and sexy part of kind of almost health if you like but so important right and so um again kind of supporting her and seeing her, her able to raise in this climate and continuing growing and and obviously being quite deep in the trenches with her of some of the difficulties that come with it uh very privileged to to be able to join her on that journey and the other ones are um hey ritual which is a relationship app so mm -hmm. not a dating app an actual relationship app <laughs> anyone in long-term relationship will know how much work that is way more than dating actually now you realize and uh, um again you know very amazing founders great proposition you know um, really growing fast um, again very very pleased to have been able to advise them along the way amazing well look I think we're going to get into a lot of detail in the main ep uh, made podcast around some of the stuff you actually directly have mm. done or, or do um, but for the meantime thank you so much for joining me today thank you